Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. You know, God knows who you are, even if you don't. There's been times in my life where I have felt confused. I, I don't know my purpose in life when I was growing up. And you have those moments. But I could rest assured that God knew my true identity. Amen. And he's going to help you to know yours. God confirms his priority with his presence. God will show up. Amen. So after being called this mighty warrior, Gideon questions God. Can you imagine that? An angel shows up at your house and calls you a mighty warrior. And then you're like, where is God at? I need to talk to him. And this is what's happening. He's questioning God's purpose. And he tells the angel, sir, if the Lord is with us, why is all of this happened? And where are all of his wonders that our father told us? Have you ever wondered why God was taking so long? Or why God was doing what he was doing? You know, as pastors, many people come to Carlos and I and, you know, and they'll ask us some tough questions in life. And I'll be honest, I don't have a vocabulary or a word allowance that can give an answer for every question. But I can tell you this, the more I've gotten to know God, the more the peace that I have on those tough questions. The more time I spend with the Lord, the more time I'm praying with God, the more time I'm worshiping, it's easier to have the answer to life's tough questions. You see, he gives you a peace. Verse 13 says, Gideon concludes that the Lord has abandoned them. He was like, God has left us here to die. And verse 14 records something that really must have blown away his insecurity. It says the Lord turned to him and he looked Gideon full in the face. He said, go in the strength you have, deliver Israel from the power of Midian. Am I not sending you? I love that question. You know, God is saying that to us today. You have an assignment that God has given on your life, but you're insecure if you have what it takes. And God is saying, am I not the one sending you? You see, if God sends you, he will equip you. Amen. If he sends you, he'll open doors for you. He'll connect you with the right people. Amen. You see, but Gideon, the word of God says that he's struggling in his mind and he is the weakest link. Youngest in the family, he's got no authority. Can you imagine? Put yourself in Gideon's place. And God says, I need you to call up an army. And he's like, nobody's going to listen to me. But God does this. He confirms. In verse 16, Judges says this. The Lord said to him, surely I will be with you and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. He's saying, you don't even need an army. You've got this. He says, you're going to defeat them all as one man. And Gideon, he is given an unquestionable commission. The word of God says that the Lord showed him remarkable truths. He promised him the partnership with the Lord that the Lord was going to see him through. And verse 22 says that the pieces fell into place for Gideon. And Gideon says this, he cries out to God. 
And he says, God, I've seen an angel and the Lord face to face. And see, what happened was Gideon just needed a personal encounter to believe. And some of us today, you need a personal encounter to believe. If you want to come see me, sometimes I tell my kids, I'm at the house, come see me. Let's have a face-to-face encounter. And sometimes in our personal walk, we want God to do things, but we don't want to take time to see God. See, you may not see him in a physical sense, but when you set aside time to pray, you see God. Amen? When you set aside time to worship, you're going to hear God. Growing up, I had an aunt, and her name was Inez, and she and my grandmother prayed my dad into the kingdom. Amen? But one day, my mom told me, she says, guess what? Aunt Inez is coming to live with us. I was like, man, that's awesome. That's great. I love her. And then the second bit of news was in your room. (laughs) I was 16 years old. I was like, you're kidding, mom. There's no way. Can it be anybody else? Well, my aunt had this little towel that she would pull out. And she would go into the little closet. She would pull out this towel. She would lay it on the ground and she would get on her knees. The problem is she did it at 5.30 in the morning every day. And I'm a teenager just trying to get the last hour of sleep. And she did not pray quiet. I mean, if my auntie prayed quiet, we'd be good. But she would shout down the heavens, amen? I was so afraid to say that I was sick growing up because my grandmother and my aunt would get a hold of us and shake the sickness right out of us, I'm telling you. They would anoint us, our head, our jackets, everything. And so my aunt would pray, and I'm telling you, I would, she'd be praying to God, I would be praying to God, and I would say, God, please touch her heart. Let her just start at like 7.30. Does it have to be this early in the morning? And all the time that I didn't know is that every one of those prayers were going over our house. They were going on my brothers and sisters. They were going on my life. I thank God for the people that prayed for me. You know, maybe you say today, I didn't have anybody that prayed for me. Maybe God's calling you to be the prayer warrior. Private faithfulness is a prerequisite to public usefulness. You see, in the private, my aunt was praying. In the private, I've learned to pray. You see, praying, the Bible says pray without ceasing. What does that look like? That means all day long, somebody makes you mad at at the office, you just pray right through it. Lord, I just praise you and I thank you. God, you're going to take care of them. Lord, I just give you praise. The doctor gives you bad news. Lord, I thank you that you're the great physician, Lord God, and that I am healed in Jesus' name. And so praying is all day long. What we have to learn is what you do in private, amen, will end up empowering God to use you and give you the strength in public. So before Gideon can be used publicly, he had to clean up his own backyard. His dad actually had created an idol, and and he had a calf for seven years. And the Word of God actually said to Gideon, he had to go in there and grab this prized bull. And using the wood, he had to destroy the idol. If you want to learn how to trust God, you got to set your house in order. You see, in our house... There's certain music that doesn't play. There's certain TV shows that don't play. There's certain movies that don't happen in the Rivera house. Amen? Because I want to protect the atmosphere that has been created in that home. Amen? 
And so I want to tell you with the messaging and all the crazy stuff that's happening today, you need to guard your home. Don't bring everybody home, amen? Because once they walk into that space, whatever is on them is going to come into your space. Now, that doesn't mean that we haven't reached out to unsaved people and bring them into our home. On the contrary, when they walk in, they're like, there's something about this place. There is something about you I just don't get. Amen? And we need more people to have that reputation. There's something about you that I can't put words to. And how many of you know that's the power of God in your life? Look, private worship prepares you for public power from God. There's no shortcuts. No shortcuts. So if there's anything that you've been holding on to, if there's any sin that you've been clinging on to, knock down the idols. Amen? Knock down the idols. Confess your sin. Confess your sin. When you pray at night, oh, don't just, you know, God is not a genie. Some people just want to ask God for everything. I dare you to praise him for a couple minutes before you ask God for anything. You see, God just wants to hear the praises of his children. Is it going to stir things up if you try to clean everything up? Yes, it will. But God will honor those that honor him. God is patient with our faith process. Aren't you glad he is patient? Because God will let you come back one, two, three, four. There's been so many times I've had to come to the Lord. You know, if it was a movie at this point in the life of Gideon, we would hear like warning music. Because it says the Midianites and their partners are getting ready to rumble. They are getting ready to show up and take over the land of the Israelites. And Gideon had taken a huge step of faith in his private faithfulness with the Lord. And so the Bible says 32,000 men showed up to fight. Can you imagine? No social media, no Facebook, no DM, no message, no text messages, no advertisement. 32,000 people. You know what happened? Gideon, his little self, got a hold of a ram's horn. And the Bible says that he began to blow the ram's horn. And it said the Holy Spirit shook up the area. And 32,000 men surrounded him. Amen? And even after all of that, in case you're like, what? And you're still doubting. He did the same thing. He tested the Lord. And he says, look, I want to make sure this is really what you're calling me to do. And in verse 36 and 37, Gideon says this, if you're going to deliver Israel by my hand, as you said, I will put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If the dew is only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, I'm going to know that you will deliver Israel by my strength. Who does that? He's already drawn 32,000 people to your side. He's given you what you need. And then he tests God. But God is so loving and tender. The Lord did exactly what he asked. And then the next morning he said, well, I'll tell you what, I just want to make sure. Can you do it the opposite way? And the Bible said that God did that. This time he did it the other way. He asked for the fleece to be dry and the ground to be covered with dew. But God graciously confirmed that power to Gideon. Success is a result of God's power, not ours. You know, God is so funny because when we think we have it together, God says, no, I got it. It's going to happen differently. Has that ever happened to you in life? 
And God says, your plan, it looks cute, but I have a whole nother plan. You see, the Bible says this in Judges 7, 2. The Lord says this, you got too many people. You got too many people for me to hand the Midianites over to you. Or else Israel might brag, I did it myself. Remember that song, I did it my way? How many of you guys know that sometimes we try to take the credit for what God actually did in your life? And he said, Gideon, no, you can't have 32,000 people. Because if you do, it's going to look like you guys are powerful. But the glory needs to go to me. And so the Bible says that there was a test. And the test was, if you don't want to fight, you got it. You can go. 22,000 of them walked away. And it says that God looked at him and said, it's still too many. And in verse 4, a second test was given. God said, go get that guys, go get whoever's left, take them to a brook, take them to get water. And the ones that scoop up the water in their hands, those are the guys you keep. The rest of them got to go. Guess how many did not scoop up the water? 9,700. That left him with 300 men to fight. Do you know what that is? 450 enemy men to every one of Gideon's guys. Wouldn't you want to give up? But God created an impossible situation of human weakness to exalt his own strength. I know in our life, there's been times where God has brought healing. He's touched our children. There's been times when it seemed impossible. But how many of you know that God made it happen? He gets all of the glory. You know, today, if you walk away with one thing, I want you to walk away with the words of Jesus. Luke 18, 27 says, what is impossible with men is possible with God. How many of you believe that today? Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.